Oh hey, I'm Emily and this is my best friend Rachel. Hey, I'm Rachel and in 2010, aged 18 and fresh out of secondary school, we went on a gap year travelling to five countries in five months. Shockingly, it didn't always go so well. We lost passports, ran out of money, jumped out of aeroplanes and landed ourselves in endless ridiculous scenarios. But what we also managed to do is write a blog about our experiences. And without smartphones or Instagram at our disposal, this blog is the only record we have of the trip of our young lives. And 11 years on, we're reliving it all by reading back over our diary entries for your listening pleasure. Welcome to the Gap Year Diaries podcast. Oh, hello. hello. <laughs> How are you feeling? I'm feeling good, Em. Feeling How are good. you feeling? Feeling good. Feeling great. Feeling great. Feeling good. Where's that from? That's Ooh. a reference. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. Where's it from? 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 I don't know. Oh, it's, it's Outcast. I'm loving that. It's Outcast. It's Outcast. Outcast? What? Hey. No. They had yeah. other songs, the Rachel. Song <laughs> they had many albums. Yep. <laughs> Did they? <laughs> Um, I was a, col- I was None a collector that I know. of them as a young child of 14-year-olds, which I'm sure was their demographic, middle-class British white girl from school. Um, yeah, I think it's like, oh, what track? I think it's like get- Ghetto Music. It's Ghetto Music, yes. And there's a breakdown where he goes, feeling oh. good, feeling great, feeling great, feeling good. Yes, okay, good. I've remembered it. We're all good. Ooh, My brain's work. back to normal. Ooh, Reset. I'm ready good, to do the podcast. Great. How are you feeling? Oh God, no! That's what I asked you initially. We're just looping. We're looping. (laughs) (laughs) We're just quick intro the podcast for God's sake. (laughs) Okay, I'll intro the podcast. Right, hi guys, intro to the podcast. Uh, Welcome everybody. Welcome to episode six of series two. Are you feeling good? Feeling great? Feeling great? Feeling good? (laughs) Let's hope so. Uh, if you are new here, uh, God help you, but we're two best friends from the UK rereading our pretentious and rambling blogs. I say we, Emily wrote about 95% of this, uh, from when we were traveling about 11 years ago, currently reliving our time in the second country of our trip, Peru, in, and we are based in Lake Titicaca. That's where we've just left off. If you are interested in series one, it is all about the time when we were in Costa Rica saving some turtles. So you can go back and listen to that or carry on, you know, choosing whatever you want to listen to. <laughs> Hopping around. We're not here to tell you what to do. Do whatever you like. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Emily, how are you? <laughs> how the bloody hell am I? Um, yeah, I'm good. I had a nice weekend. I um, I really made my bi-monthly trip south of the river in London really count. Um, I On Saturday, I went for a lovely walk in Crystal Palace with some friends. Um, and then I went mm-hmm. to a very mm. chic dinner party in Clapham <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> So I was just hopping around. Love it. Yeah. Um, it's such a such a slog to get to Crystal Palace, but you know, once I was there, I was like, "Yep, yeah, let's make the most of it. Let's uh, let's see what South London has to offer me." But we went to see the dinosaurs in Crystal Palace Park. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever seen them. They're absolutely mental. The reason why they're mad is because like they are these like stone um, statues, as you say, of dinosaurs, but they were made in the Victorian era, so they're basically what the Victorians thought dinosaurs looked like. Right. So. So they're basically, oh. essentially, they look like if you asked a child to draw a dog. And, you know, it's like a sort of misshapen mess with oh. like an eye, like around the back yeah. of its head, and like five ears and stuff. Like, essentially, they're that kind of vibe. <laughs> and there's like this sign that shows you like, this is what the Victorians thought this dinosaur looked like. And this is what we actually now think it looks like. And it's so hilarious. Like, <laughs> so 
It's so fuzzy around the edges. But to be fair, you know, like we probably don't know exactly what they look like even now. Um, it's probably going to evolve in a few years. So people will be looking back, laughing at us, being like, oh my no, God, No, they've already that. got... Um, like what they thought a pterodactyl looked like, the fools. Well, if anyone is interested in in that, there's a great video on YouTube from a channel called Kirkskazite. Oh, I love Kirkskazite. But yeah, how are you doing, Rach? Yeah, well, I've settled down into an area, Em, and uh, I've got boxes to unpack. I've got things to buy. I've got cleaning products to hoard. This is the stuff that dreams are made out of. Well, I can't um, wait to hear about it week by week. Yeah, box by box. <laughs> <laughs> the box of rocks, a box of plants. We've got a lot of plants now. Oh. I know, Emily, you'd be impressed by that. I know you love your plant collection. Someone said to me the other day, they were like, oh, I've got so many plants, it's actually ridiculous. Mm. And they were like, I've got 14 plants. And I was like, <laughs> I've got 17 plants literally in my room. So, <laughs> you sweet summer child. <laughs> <laughs> You really do. You are Jumanji in true form, as I have said on a recent podcast somewhere, somewhere in the archive that's been said. That's all I've ever wanted to be. Okay, let's recap last week. So last week we heard tale of us bothering the locals on the Euros Reed Islands, um, being dressed in traditional outfits and learning about the way of life floating on the highest navigable lake in the world. We then relived the auspicious meal whereby we and our tour group sampled the local delicacies, including my traditional flan, Rachel's alpaca pizza, and of course, Trevor's guinea pig. Mm. <laughs> um so yeah that was last week Should we overview today of course so our overview of today's episode is today we travel to the ancient inca capital of cusco and we are pretty overawed at what we find there as usual we split the blog in two for us to read half each and although emily wrote this blog we've edited the pronouns so that it makes sense when we, it's read in each of our voices and today emily's going to read first and i shall read read second. Uh, So let's dive right on in. Um, I'll begin. As usual in these high altitude towns that we had become almost used to hanging around in, Rach and I awoke the next morning breathing heavily due to the usual lack of our good friend oxygen. Um, Again, I love how I've just used the word usual there twice, like again trying to be a sort of high altitude legend. <laughs> like that last blog when the I was ledge. like, oh my god, the usual litres of cocoa tea. It's like, this has not been my life for years and years. Like, this is such a recent development in my life. I don't know why. I'm like, oh, God. If I had a pound for every time I had to bre- struggle for oxygen. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> breakfast in this hotel rated fairly highly on our prestigious top 10 breakfast countdown, mainly due to the only marginal dryness of the bread and sweetness of the jam. Um, do you remember our top 10 breakfast countdown, Rachel? <laughs> no but i do think of the pancakes that come in the pancakes were great the endless pancakes that we had the other day yeah the persistent pancakes i can only imagine that the tubby custard was coming in at a a lowly number 10 or maybe maybe it wasn't even on the top 10 countdown (laughs) who freaking knows dipsy might know la la ring later (laughs) (laughs) It was also during breakfast that we found ourselves having this frustrating conversation with Lisa, another member of our tour group. Rachel, GCSE drama, we haven't had one of these in a while. Okay, so I think for this particular piece of GCSE drama, Rach, you are going to have to um, really exercise your your B in GCSE drama to its absolute (laughs) utmost. And you're going to have to play uh, Lisa and yourself. Is that okay? Okay. 
I can do that. I think you're up to it. Let's begin. I was very proud of my resourcefulness yesterday. I washed some stuff in the sink and then I could see it wasn't going to dry. So I thought maybe I could use the hairdryer, but we don't have one of those in our rooms. So how did you dry your stuff or is it still wet? Because I did the same thing and washed mine in the sink and my stuff is still bloody soaking. Well, I remembered we have space heaters in the rooms, don't we? So I just angled that up at my clothes and they were dry within an hour. Oh my God, why did I not think of that? And then this is actually Rachel, i.e. me, coming in that said, Em, do we even have space heaters in our room? (sighs) Yeah, I think it was that thing I angrily kicked out of the way yesterday because I was so raging that I had no way to dry my clothes. (laughs) 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 Oh dear. And that's irony, kids. Yeah, it was a space heater, regrettably. And you just, you were so furious. You literally had the thing and you just like, rawr, 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 kicked it. I didn't know what <laughs> it was that you were kicking either. <laughs> you just sort of said, there's nowhere to hu- claim my bloody things, brat. <laughs> oh God, ridiculous. <laughs> oh. After breakfast, the Peru crew was collected together in the lobby before the bus trip to Cusco. It's fair to say that there was an air of trepidation running through the group, manifested in their many, many questions to poor Reuben about the quality of the bus, motion sickness possibilities, journey length and other passengers that we would have to share our journey with. Um, yeah, this was interesting, wasn't it? Because this was like one of those moments where Rach and I um, were kind of in a different mindset to the rest of the group because <laughs> famously we shouldn't have been on this tour because we were um, upgraded due to being overbooked on a much cheaper tour. So famously we were on this mm. tour with people who were older and had slightly different expectations than us. But obviously we'd spent a month in Costa Rica being, you know, barely making <laughs> making our way from one thing to another <laughs> in whatever transport we could possibly scrounge. Like, um, And oh. so we were used to like... Um, just getting buses like around just as normal but of course like what we'd been uh, accustomed to on this tour with these with these other tour group was like private buses that would just come and they'd be air conditioned and they'd be beautiful and <laughs> yep. clean and lovely and wonderful and they'd just be just for us um, and I think everyone else was like we have to take a public bus <laughs> and they just couldn't comprehend and Rachel and I were like well it's just part of the course like it would be like the old days <laughs> Everyone else was freaking sort of like out. Pasta champagne. It had that kind yeah. of feel of like, pass the champagne, please. Yes. We yeah. won't have to have our tickets checked every 10 minutes on that bus that we <laughs> had at the minutes. beginning in Costa Rica. <laughs> Literally every 10 minutes we were getting checked. Yeah. Um, yeah. It wasn't quite like that. But um, but yeah, it was it was uh, nonetheless a public bus and everyone was really quite um, terrified at the notion. Yeah. And people just needed to relax, chill out, <laughs> did, enjoy the ride. But... You weren't dr- the ones driving. You know, somebody else was driving you to it. You just had to sit down. That's all you needed to do. Rachel <laughs> and I sit. were just there like, mm. God. <laughs> um, <laughs> how hard is it? It's just, just, just sit. Um, yeah. <laughs> Raging. <laughs> As usual, Rach and I were kept very much on the outskirts of this concern as we had come to know what to expect from the word bus in Central and South America and that was often not the rickety ramshackle minibus full of chickens that everyone else seemed to be picturing but a simple coach a la school trips. Seven hours on board would also be a breeze for us after the Monteverde and Six Ola episodes we were sure. So yeah, a, a good old seven hour coach journey this time. A pretty chunky one. It went so quickly. It was the fastest coach journey I've ever had. I, I think really? I turned to you and said, are we actually here? <laughs> Did that all just happen? It was so, so smooth and quick. Um, I don't, I yeah, don't, I don't know. Just, 
Yeah, I was going to say, I don't really remember this coach journey other than what we're about to read in the blog, but I don't actually remember it, but maybe that's because it was no, so quick it was and so smooth. Quick. Because it was yeah. so seamless and smooth and easy and I think made even more relaxing to know that Ruben was in charge and he was taking us somewhere. It wasn't like the first time when we were going to Sixola and it was just no. us and you were, remember you were quietly panicking, is this the right way? And I was like in another level with my iPod. <laughs> you chilling, were just jamming away to Kesha. As, yeah, I was jamming away. <laughs> yeah, nothing was like that trip to Sixola though, to be fair. Or like not even the trip to Sixola, that was without incident. It was the trip from Sixola solo to Gandoka, but nothing was like that <laughs> we never really had those levels of ludicrousness again um anyway um, do you no do you want to read yeah the second half? no i can uh i can certainly read the second half uh let's go so the questions kept coming thick and fast and only relented slightly as we clambered abroad honestly the nicest coach i've ever encountered with as i excitedly exclaimed to em actual footrest <laughs> so easily pleased after several minutes of sitting waiting to pull out of the bus terminal, listening to Reuben wearily answer yet more queries, we were off. Once everyone had seemed to accept that this wasn't the bus of certain death, the journey <laughs> passed by quite pleasantly, stopping only halfway through at a casual roadside market. It was here that as we descended the coach steps, Em and I were literally thrust an actual live lamb. Um, yeah, I don't... Yes, I do. You've just written here to me, does Rachel remember this? But I do remember that. It was a cute, super cute little lamb. <laughs> the it great photo to go with it. It was it was quite mad though, because we just like pulled over. Like I guess it was a I think what it was is that the journey to Cusco from Puno was fairly like through sort of quite rural setting and there wasn't an awful lot to sort of stop off at on the way, because seven hours is obviously quite a long time to go without a little stop. Um, so yeah. the bus had like pulled over to the side of the road and because of obviously this road having very minimal opportunities for stopping the um hmm. the people that were at the side of the road had really like made the most out of that and like rinsed it for all it was worth and they'd set up like a whole sort of market stall of um jumpers like knitwear and they had obviously these llamas and alpacas that were there to kind of entice tourists to have photos which they would then charge them for and there were like um ladies in traditional dress and it was all just like mm. oh my god like it's like the word tourist trap, tourist trap. was quite yeah. <laughs> quite apt <laughs> but Rachel and I bless us we got off the coach just to like obviously stretch our legs we didn't know what the hell was going on blearily like stumbling out into this marketplace and a lamb was just literally placed in our arms and I like had no time to even register I was like what <laughs> I've got a lamb Rachel <laughs> and Rachel's like me too <laughs> so we've got lambs together <laughs> And I then the, the best time ever. Yeah, and then the the uh, the proven lady who uh, obviously was the owner of those lambs was like of immediately like charged us one soul for the privilege. Um, which actually is the next <laughs> line of the blog. Like it says, and immediately charged one soul for Do the privilege. Do you know privilege. what? It's 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 kind of the yes. perfect <laughs> mugging, isn't it? I mean, I'll give you a lamb and I'll <laughs> steal a soul off you. Perfect. I mean, when we say soul, it's important to uh, just clarify that soul is the currency of, of uh, Peru. Yeah, it's yeah. not, we don't mean our actual souls. <laughs> One soul for a lamb. Quite a mugging. It wasn't Quite a sort of like expedition. Ursula from Ariel, from like l the Little Mermaid vibes. Um, I was yeah. thinking of a sacrificial lamb, like one lamb for your soul, yeah. please. I know. Sorry, that I really just should have clarified that earlier on. Yeah, it was one soul, S-O-L. Well, um, not S-O-U-L. Mm. Um, 
One thing that this does bring to my mind, though, which it, again is one of those memories that I'll hold on forever and lives rent free in my mind and makes me chuckle every time I think of it, is we have a photo of me. The photo is just, I mean, the composition of this photo is just absolutely stunning. I really can't. Rachel. It's okay. I can, I can block that oh, out. Okay. I, can <laughs> yeah. it. I was like, have you gone mad? <laughs> <laughs> just smash like <laughs> Rachel's I, I know I can edit that bit out don't worry <laughs> I was like alright we've just thrown all caution to the wind right well I might as well do my welding that I've uh, cast aside to record why Why wait <laughs> um, anyway yeah the pic the composition of this pic is, is truly stunning it's one of those pictures when the more you look at it the more it gives you but basically it's essentially Rachel I don't know if you remember this picture Rachel when I describe it but it's essentially Rachel and I um, and this Peruvian lady who was the owner and she's she's got I think I can't I don't think we're holding lambs in the picture but we're in the picture with this Peruvian lady and in the so but the first thing that's hilarious is that you look like you're sort of half hugging this proving lady from behind, sort of like coming round from the back <laughs> in a sort of like, hi, kind of like over familiar way. I'm, I look absolutely confused to my innermost core about what's going on. Like that's my facial expression. Rachel, you just look like you are on holiday with your, with Chris, like hugging him from behind, like, hi. Um, <laughs> overly familiar overly familiar and uh the uh the llama or alpaca that's in the foreground has sort of got its head its neck like at such an angle where it literally looks like it's sort of like posing and pouting like tara banks or something it has such a model-esque to it i do remember that picture and his eyes are half closed very marilyn monroe uh, vibes it's such a sensual llama like um kusko's next top model it was honestly this picture and like I, i can't i can't do it justice you'll have to look at the instagram because it is so funny like just everything about it is just so funny like it really encapsulates that moment so well it's just a hectic chaotic image of clashing energies lamb holding completed and it was on with the drive em and i were just about to clamber back onto the coach when we were informed by carol ann sorry em i nearly read that as carol ann duffy the poet (laughs) carol ann duffy was just on the coach with us carol ann duffy (laughs) reading of somber soliloquy was not (laughs) shouts out to carol ann (laughs) sort of miserable monologue. poet laureate carol ann duffy um, <laughs> oh my gosh Sorry. anyway um em and i were just about to clamber back onto the coach when we were informed by carol ann that trevor had whiled away the break by buying himself a lovely <laughs> set of pampites i mean of course he did we were too bemused by the lambs he was off buying and purchasing you know peruvian goods love that Pan pipes of all things. Um, we thought nothing more of this until we were all nice and settled down on the coach, staring at the rolling scenery in a tranquil state. I think we can all guess what happened next. <laughs> a breathy, tuneless discord permeated the relative <laughs> quiet of the coach, causing sleeping passengers to wake and others to look up in confusion and bemusement. This was only the tip of the iceberg, however, as Trev's panpites attempt went on for no less than half an hour, oh as God. if he thought he would somehow magically transform into a panpipe master in between blows bless him (laughs) oh my god the memories of this are so strong in my head it was so (laughs) so incessant trevor bless him it was just like 
Oh my god, Your it was mad. rage came out. I remember that. Rage. Like our eyebrows were wiggling around, like frantically at each other, communicating our distress and frustration and annoyance. <laughs> Poor oh, Trevor, he's only trying him. to express himself. He was just trying but to express no himself. But, oh my god, it's no self awareness. But yeah, I remember it just was so irritating, wasn't it? So deeply irritating. We could see yeah, the waves of like... irritation in the passengers around it, us, <laughs> permeating around. Um, you know, it reminds me of a recorder lesson with children yeah, oh my God, when they exactly. play it and it's painstaking. It's exactly the same energy, Rachel. Exactly. That's mm. so spot on. Exactly the same energy. It's like, tone deaf owls. Like, yeah. That's essentially how it sounded. For half a freaking hour. I don't know what caused him to think that's enough. Oh. That's me done. But thank God he did. And it, you know, it managed to get through the barriers of our headphones as well. It just oh cut through all of our good music. Your outcast wasn't able to be listened to. Even my whatever outcast. you were listening to at the time. God knows. No. <laughs> Was outcasted. Uh, oh, right. God, anyway, eventually, Emily, we arrived in Cusco. We arrived in Cusco and Woo-hoo. we were stunned at what we saw. This was already our favourite Peruvian city so far. A huge bustling square of ancient architecture was overlooked majestically wow by a beautifully <laughs> ornate cathedral. I love this. Providing a stunning backdrop for the vibrantly colourful mix of tourists and Cusco locals milling around. What a gorgeous way to describe, Emily. Appreciate that. Thank you. Thanks, Rach. I think that was obviously one of those lines where I was like, hello, Lonely Planet. It's me, an incredibly amateur 19 year old that you're definitely going to want to hire. Look at how I can use rudimentary adjectives. Um, yeah, and funny enough, the word majestically was overused once in a class I taught so many times I had to ban it. I was like, no, oh. we're not using that. Like the, <laughs> the playground is not majestic. Please stop. Um, <laughs> um, Amazing. <laughs> After frolicking around in Plaza de Amas and taking tourist snaps with Ruben, we headed to the bar for a selection of mainly potato-based products. Lol, always taking some selfies there with Ruben. I know. I love how that's really not an appropriate thing to be doing. Like, hey, Ruben, get in our selfies. Talk (laughs) our selfies. Come take the pictures with the two 18-year-old girls. Like, why did we not have more decorum about us? But anyway, um, of course, the obligatory leftovers were also stuffed down by Em and I before we headed back to the hotel. We then all sat down together for an intensely terrifying briefing on the massively looming Inca Trail trek. Again, oh my god war, war imagery comes out i know we paid I, to do this I know. and like also like why did i again dedicate such my minute bits of the blog to like the most important things which was like we had a briefing on the impending inca trail like that is pretty significant and yet i'm like <laughs> just one line will do yeah um what like do you remember being terrified Rach by that briefing uh, I remember no we were quite daunted we were daunted, daunted after is a better the word. altitude um mm. daunted a little bit like mm, how much training have we done for this you know that there was an up of there was an up of an ante um the ante was upped the ante was up our- there was an upping of ante for sure <laughs> yeah there was for our fitness levels and we were getting more concerned about that and we thought right we're not we're unfit uh we keep eating everybody's food so we're piling on the weight <laughs> <laughs> and we think we could, are some sort of legends that can do this four-day hike. But I think I did say to you, look, look, Emily, if we are the youngest people in this group, we have to be able to do this. Like, fine, come on. We are 18. Let's pull yeah. up our figurative white socks and get on with it. <laughs> figurative white socks. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. I do remember being quite 
sort of yeah terrified is a strong word but I do remember being like oh my god this is actually serious like I think in my head I hadn't quite realized quite how intense the Inca Trail is um especially Mm. since it's at altitude and Mm. this briefing is what really sort of hammered that home and I do remember having a shower afterwards and in the shower kind of you know staring at the wall with my eyes wide being like oh god oh god (laughs) what have I done (laughs) oh did you feel well anxious I do feel a bit anxious yeah but oh um, sweetheart but yeah, that's it's all not good. Nice. No, that's it's not, not nice. but I've come through it now. It's 11 years ago. <laughs> you did. You absolutely did. And you smashed it for all intents and purposes. I did. But anyway, that's the end of that blog. We done it. Um, so the best person we met slash favorite memory with the person that wasn't each other. Right, you go first, um, You switch it on and crack it open. <laughs> okay. Okay, I will. I'll twist the lid off my answer. Um, My favourite memory with a person that wasn't Rachel, um, although obviously, as always, you were there and present, but this memory is uh, specifically a Trevor memory. And of course, it's the the pan piping, as you could probably tell by my stupid muttly sniggering as Rachel was reading that out. This is such a palpable memory for me, (laughs) like this pan piping. It's just, what I love is that, like, I would never, ever dream of subjecting an entire coachload of people to me trying to play the pan pipes for the first time in my goddamn life. Like, just never, ever would I do that. I just, it would, I just wouldn't. I'd just be like, no, that is really irritating for people. People are on this coach. We're on this coach for seven hours. People just want to chill, zone out, look out the window. They don't want to be subjected to me attempting to play a traditional Peruvian instrument that I've only just laid eyes on. But... Trevor didn't let, have the same mindset and I respect that. He didn't let that stop him and he was like, no, I'm going to be my true self and I have all the respect in the world for that. I don't have necessarily all the time in the world for that, but I do have the respect. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm glad that it lasted for only half an hour and I do feel like it could have gone on for longer. I wonder if perhaps Teresa, who is um, Trevor's wife, um, Clayton's mum, I wonder if Teresa perhaps had words and was like, Trevor, look... <laughs> you've had your fun could we just save the pan piping for when we're in a more private setting (laughs) that sounded a bit saucy i didn't mean it like that (laughs) i'll play your pan pipes later with your bed oh no (laughs) we'll make sweet discordant music together oh my gosh um absolutely megan anyway emily Um, I have to say it wasn't said in the blog and it hasn't been mentioned, but I'm going to, I'm going to take the plunge and I'm going (gasps) to say the best person. Oh my God. I think you know what I'm going to say. I hope I do. Otherwise I'm barking up very much the wrong tree, but please. Yeah, I'm pretty sure this is when it happens as well. (laughs) I'm blushing. Um, Okay. So Trevor and what was his wife's name again? Teresa. Trevor and Teresa, such a lovely pair. Um, Their son was Clayton. I think we have mentioned Clayton before. He was the guy that I mistook as 30 years old and quite gaunt, bless him. Um, But no, he was our age. He was like 18, 19 at the time. And he had this drawling American accent. And uh, you know what, Em? I do remember conversing with with Clayton. He was about a foot and a half taller than me and so lanky (laughs) it hurts. But... I loved his vibe, his bandana, his long wavy ginger hair, his Woodstock um, appeal, and Why I just enjoyed chatting to him. Suddenly uh, appear, appear. <laughs> every time Clayton's near. 
<laughs> yeah, I think it was the start of just like a sort of um, a residual. Uh, no, you wouldn't use the word residual, would you? That's like after no. something. Like a, yeah. I don't think spark is even the right word. It was just like a, a, a slow the, the embers, the, the embers, the embers of a potential flame were starting to flutter around when I was chatting to him, and I just mm. really liked to be in his company. That's all I thought in my head. Like, I like to chat to him and it was a lovely day and we were taking pictures and we were chatting and there was a relaxed atmosphere and it was me, you and Clayson that were chatting together. But I was like, oh, oh, there's a, there's a little feeling I recognise here brewing. I, I think <laughs> the word is frisson. Oh, I think. Elaborate. <laughs> frisson. I think frisson is the word for that kind of feeling where you're like, there's a little Ooh. charge, a little energy between two people. It's, it's uh, called a frisson. A frisson. Never mm-hmm. have heard that before, but I like it. Um, well, I'll go good. with it. You've learned an outcast song and a new word. Yeah. <laughs> and you can take that home with you in your book bag. <laughs> oh, I love it. I can take that home. <laughs> I remember being six years old and they were like, here you go, Rachel, here's a book bag for you. And I demanded a yellow one. And they were like, you can oh, have wow. any colour you want. I was like, I need yellow. Somebody said I must have yellow. So I must have a yellow book bag. Mum was like, for God's sake, Rachel, just take whatever colour and go. Oh, my Lord above. <laughs> anyway um, from a young age (laughs) bringing up memories repressed memories repressed memories um (laughs) emily (laughs) well we gotta do a new jingle for repressed memories (laughs) anyway lesson we learned oh cool pacey love it um Mm. so the lesson i learned i think i just learned generally about cusco because obviously as we kind of went into way back at the very beginning of podcasting and when we did our little um prelude episode Peru was a country that I was primarily pushing to go to and Mm. I was pushing to go to it um mainly because of like as I said having played like my stupid little PC games where um Mm, a lot of the same PC games the same PC (laughs) games we can't for the life of us remember the name of the PC game slash games but I know there were at least a few that were set in um ancient Incan ruins and places like Cusco, places like, well, Machu Picchu primarily. And I mm. think, um, obviously it was a real moment for me to arrive there in Cusco because Cusco, as we know, or we might not know, but we do now, is the capital of the great Incan empire. It has been or was for 200 years. Um, and some excavations recently have indicated that it was inhabited as much as 3000 years ago. So it's really like an ancient, ancient, uh, city. And um, it is the kind of gateway to all of the kind of, well, not all, but a lot of the kind of Incan attractions that people do, like the Lars Trek, obviously the Inca Trail. Um, there's the Sacsayhuaman ruins that Rachel and I sample later. Um, and yeah, it's just a really, really amazing place to be. You can just feel this energy about mm. it. It's got like a real mix of... Um, like an like ancestral you, energy. Yeah. And uh, yeah, there's you can feel its its weight, I think, is a good way to yeah. describe it. Obviously, it's very like buzzy. It's full of tourists, of course. It's full of backpackers like us. Um, it's got a lot going on. It's got like lively nightlife. It's got loads of, you know, places to drink, places to eat, all of that stuff. But it also is like surround, it's in a valley. It's like surrounded by these um, kind of hills and mountains. Um, and yeah, it is, it was just pretty incredible to be there and like see the cathedral looking out over the square or uh, the plaza. Um, like the colours against the stone. Yeah. It it's such a, a colourful place. To it. Yeah, real such like, a life colourful place. So and many malted layers. Sorry. Carol. Yeah, yeah. But like, all, like my only images, as I said, were from these PC games or um, my favourite, favourite Disney film, The Emperor's New Groove. Um, <laughs> oh, and so, <laughs> so it was really. Outstanding. 
outstanding cinematography <laughs> yeah it really was like quite a um quite a moment for me to actually see it in real life so that was kind of my my lesson that I learned was this is what Cusco is like IRL Aww, um, oh my that. god a tear a little <laughs> tear has rolled down my cheek um it hasn't really but it could quite easily <laughs> Uh, if I wasn't in podcasting mode (laughs) Um, Rachel what about you what was the lesson you learned my lesson that I learned was watching Trevor playing the panpipes and how dedicated he was (laughs) such airtime that's getting (laughs) I know but the way that he was determined to learn it I mean Mm. yes it was frustrating for the rest of us to listen to it but I like the fact that he was he was there willing to learn a brand new instrument and it's just taking it you know under his wing and he was going for it and I kind of liked that no self-conscious leap into the unknown and something brand new um and I couldn't help but being reflected back to a time when I was learning an instrument I have mentioned before that I that I've recently relearned the piano um and uh, my dad he's an absolutely fantastic piano player he's just one of those gifted souls in life that could listen to a song be like yep that's in the key of a minor and then just sits down and just is able to play it he will feed me back and feed back on this when he listens to it and be like actually Rachel that's completely wrong but it's the truth from my eyes um and uh, sadly um I lost the love for the instrument of the piano and I just thought I just don't I don't feel confident in this in this and uh, I don't want to be bad at it and I'm sick of it and I don't want to do it anymore so when I watched Trevor you know give it his all for this instrument that he had no attachment to I was like do you know what there is some joy in playing something and not getting it quite right and practice makes progress the memory was elicited through the spirit of Trevor Trevor. (laughs) so it's always a good idea to go in with something jump two feet first into something brand new and see what happens and don't be afraid of building sandcastles and if they get ruined that's okay because at least you tried and something beautiful could be made out of it and that's what I learned that's absolutely beautiful thank you (laughs) another tear is slowly rolling down my other cheek (laughs) (laughs) oh matching tears oh lovely well that brings us to the end of that then of that episode um so yeah I think that was a lovely one I love us arriving in Cusco after having been thrust lambs and being in that incredibly hilarious photo and listening to Trevor's pan pipes I think you know what a Peruvian time we had yeah. <laughs> um but anyway uh thank you so much everyone for listening um you can yeah, of you. course subscribe to the podcast please do you can give us a review you know how many stars hopefully you do by now if not you know maybe google it i'm sure someone will tell you um (laughs) you can uh, share us with a friend you can follow us on instagram at gap year diaries podcast where you can see that absolutely incredible um composition of rachel and i the proving lady and the tyra banks llama um and if you have any stories from uh, peru or anywhere else really please do share them with us dm us um yeah voice note us whatever you fancy send it in a letter if you like we oh. might not get it before next ep because the Royal Mail, you know, famously dicey. And also we have never given any of our addresses away. so <laughs> Also you'd know struggle to know to. where to send it to, but <laughs> if it's meant to be, it'll get to us. <laughs> <laughs> so guys, did you see our poll question this week? Did you answer it? Did you? Um, <laughs> this is something we'll be doing every week as we have been doing each week on our Instagram page. Uh, we ask you listeners a question and you can just, you know, tap a little answer, little interaction there. We like that. Um, so our poll question for this week, 
Um, would you, if you were stopping off at this, you know, quaint little roadside in the middle of Peru, would you hold a lamb or would you buy some pan pipes? Which one would you do? <laughs> are you an Emily and Rachel or are you yeah. a Trevor? Yeah. <laughs> Which way do you go in life? <laughs> I love that question. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I like that one too. Yeah. So in the next episode, um, we'll be beginning our training for the anxiety inducing four day Inca trail trek. Oh my God. It's It's approaching. It's approaching. So much weird stuff happens on it and I love it and I can't wait to unpack it. It's such a weird four days of our lives, but yes, let's relive it. Yeah, I'm Um, so there. I'm there. Well, let's hope so. Otherwise it would just be me (laughs) doing the podcast alone, which... (laughs) I'm not oh. sure it would work, <laughs> but I'll give I it my it best shot. Really well. All oh, right. Well, take a day off them the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, anyway, anyway, right. we must go. But yes, thank you so much for listening, everyone. Rachel, thank you. Thank you, Emily. Thank you, listeners. Rachel we just blew a little kiss, which is very sweet. I did. Oh, <laughs> oh adorable. Uh, and we will see you next it. week. Yeah, see you next week, guys. See us on Instagram at Gap Your Diaries Podcast. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. Shameless plug, bye.